everybody, and uh, welcome to another glorious, wonderful, amazing. You got any other words you want to throw in to describe our our thing? Uh, tubular. Yeah, yes, that's tubular. A, yeah. Tubular is a good word. We're bringing tubular out of the mothballs just for this episode. Wait, oh, tubular you know we... has never been in the mothballs. Have you been saying tubular this entire time? Yes, because it's a cool thing to say. It's tubular. My co-host, a weirdo, Circa <laughs> Flynn. My co-host, a weirdo, Circa Flynn, here with us again after popular a demand for another episode. Uh, people loved our episode on conspiracy theories so much that I got death threats just saying that if you weren't back, uh, bad things would happen to me. And I like my life. I wanted to keep it going. Actually, did you send those death threats? Because that would explain a lot. <laughs> I mean, I probably would have sent death threats to, like, not deal with me anymore. Because I've gotten plenty of those. But, like, that one person who's just trying to make up for, like, fucking up a project or something. I don't know. And we've, we're going to do, like, a couple of things today. Um, uh, last night, I just sent you, like... Here's a buffet menu of things that we could argue about today. Um, just the things that the internet is most pissed off about. And, like, I think the entire internet is probably most pissed off about Elizabeth Warren this week. <laughs> um, she's just had it kind of rough. Like, the last, I, I would say maybe, like, two and a half weeks, she's gotten so much good media attention that... I think people are inherently suspicious of her. She's gotten like nothing but good press the entire time. That even when she was like at 8% in the polls, people were like, why is no one voting for Elizabeth Warren? She should be in first place right now. And people have like anointed her in first place since she was even in third place. And they were like, she's surging. And then she was in, you know, in second for a little while and it was like she's the front runner now so she's kind of gotten scrutiny for the first time like the last couple of weeks i mean i think it was once the dnc realized that kamala harris was not gonna fucking win the election because for a while she was like i don't know i like to call the uh democrats just nicer republicans so she seemed to fit the bill pretty well and I guess once they figured out that nobody in the right fucking mind was going to vote for her, they were like, okay, we'll get the Hillary 2.0. There were definitely like a couple of weeks that people were really interested in Harris. Uh, there was definitely a vibe of like, she can be that consensus moderate candidate that, you know, it's kind of in that Biden role. And she, after she had that confrontation with him, she kind of jumped to that, I don't know, that tied for second slash third space with Biden and Sanders. But uh, I just think she took her time in the spotlight to totally waffle on every conceivable issue. Like they were asking her about Medicare and her hand was up and her hand was down. And then she was clarifying. And then she had some stuff to say about Biden. And then the next day it's like, do you support busing? Uh, no. And then she's got to clarify that. Uh, she just seemed to have, uh, she was someone who seemed to be like a, a tough, strong-willed person in her marketing or whatever, 
but as soon as you like examined her moves it was just totally like a, a fucking scrap of tissue paper in a hurricane uh and not very focused and i also think tulsi just shitting on her entire time as attorney general and her having absolutely nothing to say in her own defense uh just kind of sunk her and people were like no thank you and she's still running going through iowa talking about obama and talking about believing in miracles and shit like that i don't know i don't think it's gonna take i'm starting to think barack obama is just like this new religious figure for how much they fucking talk about him like did he become the democratic messiah or something because i remember originally people weren't too fond of him when he got out of office but then i guess since you know mango mussolini got into office everything looks good in hindsight but they just they talk about him and to the point where i'm beginning to wonder if he's like secretly pulling the strings and running for office through proxy it's fucking weird well, Obama's like the most popular political person right now, I think. Sanders might be more popular, but Obama has a very high approval rating. Uh, and he actually did during the election. I mean, I think having Trump and Hillary running, who were just two uniquely unpopular politicians, made everybody get like some pre-nostalgia for Obama. They looked at those two and were like, you know what, this guy, not so bad. I mean, as long as we don't get fucking Bush nostalgia, I might just throw myself out of a window if we go that route. But I think people are starting to realize how fucked that whole presidency was. I don't think Obama's, like, trying to run things from behind the scenes. In fact, I think it's kind of the opposite. Like, he's doing the Netflix shit now. He's doing the little private speech circuit. He's kind of cashing out right now uh, and kind of leaving everybody else to do whatever they want with his name. I'm sure that he'll come do the speeches and shit for whoever wins the nomination because he considers that part of his, like, elder statesman role. But, yeah, I think he's, like, in the Obama Inc. business now. I don't think he's super into the details of the primary or shit. And he's definitely not... He's... This is really so quintessentially Obama. He's so devoted to, like, the idea of fairness and impartiality that I don't think he's going to, like, say anything as his name is used in whatever way that people see fit. Wasn't his wife considering running for a while? Or was that just a rumor? Oh, you know, it's just a bunch of fucking middle-aged dorks that just love Obama so much. And they're like, oh, yeah, uh, his wife should run, too. I don't think she'll ever... I don't think she wants anything to do with all that bullshit at all. Um... That's, that being president kind of fucks up your family life. I don't see her putting herself through all that. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, the only, like, big scandal, quote-unquote, they had was when, I think, Malia Obama got caught drinking at a college party. Which, I mean, shit, if we were gonna pull up pictures of everything I've done at a college party, the fucking scandals would never end. Can we make but, that this episode? And make what? Your college scandals. Uh, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Kamala out of the out of the building, Obama out of the building. Spotlight on Liz Warren and like Pete Buttigieg was like, uh, you've got a Medicare plan. You don't have any details on 
how it will be paid for. And the left also was like, yeah, you have no details on this and we're not even sure you support it at all. And she kind of got cyber bullied into putting out a Medicare plan and things did not really go too well for her in terms of enthusiasm. She's like that one kid in high school that you work on a project with and you have to like fucking nag them to get their part done. And when they finally do two days before <laughs> it's due, it's like absolute bullshit. Yeah. Um, so I guess let me be super nice. This is the nicest thing I can say about that entire debacle. Uh, even the fact that like two of the three people that are in front at least nominally support the idea of Medicare for all. It's actually great. It's actually really rad. It's better than her doing a Pete Buttigieg routine or uh, I hate to ding Marianne, but fucking stammering like they don't know what the question is and going, oh boy, I mean, people, uh, that fucking bullshit about like, oh, people's choices and uh, it's so important to preserve customer choice in the marketplace and yeah, shit. She, like people love doing that. She really shit the bed with that one. I don't know what the fuck happened there fucking terrible I think, it, I think it's so weird that marianne uh like finds it's comfortable talking about reparations which turns off so many people but uh it's like nervous about fucking health care for all people which is uh probably the most popular issue in the democratic party it's just baffling but yeah it's good that she uh nominally supports medicare for all but i think the details of her plan make people skeptical about how serious she is about actually doing it and implementing it. Yeah, she's just, I don't know if wishy-washy would be the term, but that's the closest thing I can think of. It's, it seems half-assed, but I don't know. I'm really not sure what else we were expecting from Democratic nominees at this point, but I just kind of figured there would be more effort this time around since there's so many of them running. Uh, a lot of the money for this comes from a tax, and the tax is on employer, like it's an employment tax, it's a head tax. So after you have 50 employees, uh, this tax starts. And I think it's like $6,000 or something like that. And it just seems like a recipe for like, once you get the 49 employees, it's time for everyone to be an independent contractor so that we don't have to pay this tax. I mean, yeah, that's why I lost my last job. She got too many employees, and she was like, yeah, fuck you guys. Not paying all of you, so you can do the taxes yourself. And naturally, people were like, I think the fuck not, you trick-ass bitch. So then she just fired everyone, and now she has no employees, so I don't know what exactly she was expecting to happen there, so I don't know. Complete trash. That sucks. Um, what industry do you work in? Uh, food and hospitality, which... Is as fun as it sounds, which, which I have to is, say, according to my contract. Which uh, uh, is infamously loving to their employees of every industry in the world. Uh, the food industry loves its employees more than any other. So I know you felt at home the entire time. I mean, of course, uh, the industry loved me so much and my management loved me so much that my uh, manager felt a need to grope me whenever he could, so. Really feeling the love. Shit, that was way saltier than I meant for it to be, I'm sorry. That, that, no, I was, I was saying at first that you sounded like an ISIS hostage video. 
and now I know why. Yeah, that was that entire fucking job was a nightmare. And I've got one that's just marginally better. But you know. Take what you can get. Speaking of taking what you can get, uh Elizabeth Warren also had like a rough week with this uh Bill Gates thing. Uh Circa, what's your general feeling about billionaires? Uh guillotine. That's a, that's a start. Uh and then you eat their corpses. And then you go after their families because billionaires should not exist and anyone who wants to bend over and suck their dick are just as bad. These are the the takes that we bring you onto the show for. I just don't support eating anyone. That that sounds disgusting. I mean, if it's eating pussy, then yes. But uh, (laughs) I don't think Bill Gates, I don't think Bill Gates has one. And I think eating anyone's... He acts like one. I don't... I don't think eating anyone's corpse is just good dietary practice. I mean, I don't eat meat, but like, if someone walked up to me and said, hey, you want to go cannibalize a billionaire? I'd be like, fuck yeah, man. I'll take the stomach ache that comes with that. And, you know, probably the inevitable swine flu. Yeah, your system, you've been eating all these vegetables and shit. Your system is not prepared to eat a human being. Like, maybe if you just, like, take a couple of bits off the thigh, maybe. It's a sacrifice I'm willing to make for the revolution. Just wonderful. Um, Elizabeth Warren, uh, not in favor of eating Bill Gates. Uh, and Bill Gates, uh, who is, like, considered, like, the lefty billionaire, uh, just in terms of Working on on malaria, working in Africa, starting the fund, making the pledge, and... I thought that was Elon Musk. No, Elon Musk is not, like, he's spent all of his money on, on toys, and he's going to space, and he's trying to advance the future of humanity. He's building robots and tunnels and shit like that. He's more of a, a Tony Stark billionaire. Uh, whereas he's just spending his money on like science projects, uh, and Bill Gates is more of the international philanthropy guy. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't actually think I'd heard much of anything about Bill Gates until he started talking to Liz Warren. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't really keep up with billionaires as I should, but. I honest to God thought he was dead until this whole thing, and I mixed him up with uh, the guy who started Apple. <laughs> I was yeah. like, is she talking to a fucking corpse? Is this what this has come to? Or what if, what if she was talking to Steve Jobs? What if they were like uh, fucking seancing or some shit? That would be fucking amazing. I mean, if Liz Warren turned out to be a necromancer, I don't think I'd really have a choice whether to vote for her or not. Like, she'd probably just, like, revive my grandmother and then use her to vote for her just to fucking spite me, so. Your grandmother was probably awful. That's gonna be my guess, that she was just the worst. My grandmother? Yeah, how was she? Uh, fucking senile. So, I don't, she, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the person most likely to have a seance with a dead uh, uh, Apple CEO, obviously Marianne. Uh, and she would just summon the ghost of Steve Jobs back to life for an endorsement. 
Uh, she just doesn't believe in manipulating the dark arcs and the fabric of um, the veil in such a way. But I'm sure she could pull it off if she wanted to. I mean, she seems like she could just, like, apparate in your house if she wanted to. Like, I'm a Bernie bro to the death, but Marianne Williamson is, like, fucking baller. Um, this, I think that she would also meet your criteria of a chill messiah, you know, like, I could pop your, uh, brains out of your head, <laughs> I'm just not in the mood to do so right now. I, I don't feel so inclined to fucking turn your blood into vodka. That sounds amazing. That's a great party trick. Jesus, you should have worked on that one, man. We would like you a lot more. Um, but yeah, so this Bill Gates thing happened and he was kind of doing an interview and they asked him like hey are you going to be tempted to vote for trump if bernie or warren wins this nomination and he didn't say yes but he didn't say no it was kind of a very like you know i'd have to look at the numbers that's uh, politics you know i think one of the mistakes that people make though like we assume that bill gates like knows what's going on and, like, maybe he just genuinely just doesn't know what anyone's policy is. Like, maybe he just, like, vaguely heard, like, he's probably spending the whole day run, rolling around in his cash. So he probably heard, like, uh, this guy Bernie, he's got the Circa Flynn policy on billionaires. That sounds kind of rough. And apparently Liz Warren's the same as Bernie. I don't know. So they asked him. Um, and he was like, I don't know. I have to like look into that because like I heard they want a hundred billion dollars for me. And if that's the case, you know, uh, I'd really have to like look into it. And if it's just like double the taxes I'm paying now, that's OK. I'd be willing to pay that, um, but not too much. I mean, he'd be willing to pretend he was paying his taxes. I don't think there's a single billionaire that's actually paying their fucking taxes. But That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, it's not like they're going to release their tax records. I mean, we spent, what, four years trying to get the fucking president to do that? Not Here's a fucking a chance. <laughs> Here's a guy that's definitely not paying his taxes. Donald Trump. There's no way. He probably doesn't even fucking know what taxes are. Like, he has an accountant for all that shit. I definitely don't think he's ever fucking touched. He's never, like, put his hand on a tax form. And the fucking paper makes his fucking fat fingers itchy. There's no way. Absolutely not. Trump's not. The idea of giving up any of his money just makes him break out in fucking hives. Yeah. Um, and Bill Gates, I mean, he just kind of... It really does show you, like, as soon as you start fucking with the money, they're they're going to flip on you kind of quickly. Well, I don't know. Uh, what, how Do you take him at his word that he's like, I don't know what his exact number is. Let's say he's worth like $115 billion, just for the purposes of this conversation. If he says, uh, hey, guys, I pay 10 right now. I'll give you like 20 uh, Or are you more like, uh, yeah, I, I'm fucking sharpening the blade on this guillotine, motherfucker. You're still going to have $15 billion left. Do you know how much money that is, you son of a bitch? I mean, chop, chop. Like, oh no, they're going to take some of my billions and I'm going to be less of a billionaire. Whatever shall he do? I mean, he's going to have to start, he's going to have to buy only one jet ski instead of four next week. Fuck But if you, have, if you have $15 billion, you can buy four jet skis. 
Um, I mean, you can he buy, probably has them like plated in gold or some shit. You can buy four football teams. You can buy the entire fucking AFC South and just own the shit. It's just, enough money to buy anything in the world like a hundred times. Yeah, there's literally no possible way he could spend all of that money in his or I think he has kids their lifetimes. Because, I mean, fucking $115 billion, man. That's just... There's gotta be a point where you had to have, like, sold your soul to keep all that money. But, and even if we put the... See, my problem with Bernie is he's not actually going to be able to get any of that shit done. Like, his heart's in the right place, but he's gonna get into office. They're either gonna kill him, or they're just gonna make sure that nothing he puts through is gonna get done at all. So, I don't know what Bill Gates is fucking worried about. None of these taxes are gonna happen unless we all decide we're fucking done with this shit. So, like, it doesn't make any difference to him. So I don't know why he's pissing and moaning, and I don't know why Elon Musk is pissing and moaning, but what do I know? I'm just a food service worker who makes $8 an hour, so. What's your, um, please donate, uh, to the Patreon, uh, and we'll forward the money to Circa, by the way. Uh, but listen, um, what is, so given the fact that you're very pessimistic about the actual hope for change under Bernie, and we'll talk a little bit about that, like, after we power through this war and stuff, we might talk about what's happening in Bolivia. What's your positive, like, what's your fucking Doctor Strange Avengers Endgame good timeline? Like, how does this shit work out well for everybody? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, honestly, I think we're just <laughs> kind of fucked. <laughs> I think we fucked up the good timeline. But, I don't know, unless like some I'm not I'm not advocating for a revolution. Don't get that twisted. CIA, I promise, I'm not trying to start you're, anything. You're already on the CIA's radar. Okay, uh, but I'm not trying you to were like, go after their families. Which, <laughs> which CIA, she meant uh, rhetorically, not like literally just warm up the guillotine. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeah, meant yeah, by yeah, guillotine, uh, serve them a nice country ham. Correct. So, yeah. But I just, with the current system, I do not see this ending anything but poorly. And I doubt anything is going to change fast enough to fix this in time. And I know that sounds like really fucking, oh, woe is me type shit. But, I mean, they're gonna JFK the dude, and we all know it. That's if he even gets elected, but... I think I think we fucked up and we gotta lay in the bed we made. So like, without touching your incredibly dark predictions for the Sanders presidency yet, we'll come back to it. Um, Warren had this extremely cutesy reply when she saw the video and was just like, Bill, I'd love to sit down and talk to you about uh, my, my plans for the wealth tax and I... I promise you, and by the way, uh, Liz Warren has been a fucking Lindsey Graham for like the last uh, six months, and it's kind of a down-low relationship, and it's been slipping into her accent, so this is how she talks now. But I promise you, I do declare it will not be $100 billion that is my tax. It's not that big a deal. 
And then a couple of days later, she made the little wonk fucking calculator. And she had a little preloaded link. If you're Bill Gates, click here. Um, fucking insufferable, man. <laughs> it's do- bad enough that he's got, like, his own fucking personal, uh, you know, 115 estimate billion dollars. He also has his own private link on the Elizabeth Warren website. <laughs> Liz, I want my own link, too. Make me a link, damn it. Us fucking plebeians have to use the commoner link. Yes. We, we don't get our own special links. Yes, we have to fill out our own information and get our uh, fucking hands starchy. But good old Bill, he can just come down through here and fucking click a link and he'll get his numbers printed out for him. And I think the, the, the link just said, it's not going to be that bad. Here's your number. It's no big deal. Uh, and let's let's talk. Let's chat this out. Um, I think the moment Bill Gates acknowledged her existence, she was just fucking like, hell yeah, this is my end. Because once you get the billionaires on your side, you've pretty much got the nomination since what the super delegates are the only ones whose vote matters. But she probably just, <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised if she just completely shit the bed from here on out because she realizes she doesn't actually have to do anything anymore. Like, is Liz, is she reading the room well in terms of, like, the public outrage at inequality? Like, even if you would just remove the country, like, just inside the Democratic Party, I think... Like, I don't think the Bill... I don't think Bill Gates is the intended audience for any of this fucking back and forth twee twitter shit it's not for bill gates it's for there must be a chunk of democrats that she sees as being attracted to that demeanor do you agree or do you think that like she's getting bill's like fucking favor here i think it's a bit of both uh i think she's trying to court the people who we're like, oh, Hillary 2020, which she might still do. The deadline to uh, sign up for the primary isn't for another month, I think. I think she has until January 1st. And she's been considering it. So I think the people who wanted Hillary to run for uh, the 2020 nomination are just going for what they think might be the next best thing, which I guess is a white neoliberal woman who... Is just completely detached from reality at this point. Uh, but she also has to get the vote to the people with the money that matters. And those are going to be the people who are funding the DNC. So she has to kind of walk a fine line of courting one side, but not making it that obvious to the other. It's like when parents have a favorite child, but they don't want to make it obvious to the other children <laughs> that they have a favorite. Yeah, um, that's actually a great fucking visual. Of, of mom Elizabeth Warren and her fucking Bernie Bo baby uh, that is fucking badly behaved and like her good kid, which is the fucking Democratic Party establishment. And she's like, oh, I she love loves all kids. of she loves all of her kids equally, uh, Democrat and not Democrat. Yeah. And she hugs them and she kind of shifts her eyes around like. Yeah, I love you, messy baby. And, Circa, you are a Liz Warren's messy baby, I hate to tell you. I'm the kid they didn't actually want. I just kind of appeared. 
Yeah, uh, you're Liz Warren's mistake, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like my parents. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Uh, hey, okay, so here's a question. Uh, while we're fucking sitting here talking about the electoral politics, optics. So right now, the Democrats are not fully committed. The non-Bernie Democrats are not fully committed to who they want. Um, and a lot of them say, hey, they're open to changing their minds. In fact, a lot of the Sanders supporters are like, yeah, if something you know comes out of the sky that's perfect, I'm open to changing my mind. Is there, like, there's obviously a reason, and I guess we'll, we'll continue to talk about this, that Bloomberg and Eric Holder, and a lot of people are just considering jumping in at the last minute. Um, Hillary Clinton, your, your opinion is there a room for Hillary Clinton to get in here and like make some noise? Uh, if there isn't, she'll make it. Do you think that there would be like a one in 10 chance that if she entered right now, that she could like get the Biden votes or at least be in that top three? I think if she were to decide to run now, I think the DNC would like collectively just themselves because she's like the Democrat darling. And everybody who's been running in this one has pretty much just been trying to live up to that because apparently we don't fucking learn from our mistakes. And if we get just Hillary 2.0, we're gonna lose. But I think if she runs and with her family history in the DNC, she's gonna get the nomination whether anyone's gonna vote for her or not. And she knows uh... it. God, that's horrible. I think if she knew 100% that she would get the nomination, I think she'd be in. I think she's just... I think she was extremely, like, humiliated by losing to a game show host. I think that's why, <laughs> if you remember election night, she was so fucking salty. Uh, and she wouldn't even go and give her own concession speech. And she sent, like, one of her boys out there to send people home and shit. Um, like, say what you want about Hillary Clinton. And we can just shit on her all day. I do think she like genuinely thought like it was her job to stop Trump from getting in. I do think she genuinely is disdainful of him. So you lost to him. He's president now. And it's because like you suck as a person and your political approach to like the guiding questions of the world were fucking wrong. And uh, like the people in the like critical states that you needed to win uh, turned on you and your history and because of that, Trump's in office. I do think she feels bad about that. Like, even just for her own professional ambitions, she feels bad. I don't know if she wants the potential humiliation of losing again. I think she'd like to be president. I think I think she just recently mentioned that she already knows who's going to get the nomination. So, if she... I mean, whether she runs or not, I think she knows that it's just... It's going to go the way she wants because she mentioned she already knows who's going to... Well, she says she might know, wink wink, about who's going to get a nomination from the DNC. So I think her involvement in this isn't going to be any small matter. I think she's yeah. going to have her fingers in this pie no matter who wins. Unless it's Bernie but or Marianne. And, and listen, she would not... Uh smile when saying i think i know who's gonna win unless it was like the woman candidate so she obviously means that she thinks warren's gonna win and uh i wouldn't i would not be surprised if she endorsed like obama is the kind of person that 
will will fucking stay above the fray and shit like that. Uh, but uh, Hillary, I don't think is that person. I think she has just a different view of how political power works. So if if she feels like her endorsement will bring people to Warren so that she can win and they have whatever arrangement they have, uh, I can see that happening because I definitely don't see her doing that for Biden who has always been incredibly uh, not enthusiastic about Hillary Clinton and vice versa. And obviously she does. I don't think that she thinks Sanders can become president um, or that any of his policies can be implemented. And that would not appeal to her at all. And she's very into girl power. So I think if it's not her, she'll probably be a Warren supporter by default. I think, I mean, I want to point out, like, not to be just fucking pedantic or salty. Do it's it. It's like... <laughs> That's your gimmick. The whole problem, like, this entire fucking fiasco is because of the two-party system. Uh, we wouldn't have an extremely bloated Democratic nomination ticket if there wasn't just the Democrats and the Republicans. Uh, half the people running in the fucking Democratic Party this go around were just like not quite democrats but definitely not republicans and then when you have bernie fucking sanders who is a democrat name only and it's just all these people trying to vie for the one seat for something that most of them aren't actually all that committed to and it's just, it's led to this fucking disaster every single election period. And you'd think we'd learn at this point that this shit isn't working. But, it, it, you know, it's profitable. And they're going to allow it to keep going as long as it remains profitable to them. Yeah, and the, the I feel like we kind of have a primary uh, that is with multiple parties. Like, right now within the Democrats, I feel like there are multiple smaller parties that are you know fighting back and forth and kind of building that coalition or whatever um and the republicans kind of have the same thing although trump has kind of unified all of them in the cult of personality of trump but once he's gone they're all going to be at each other's throats again yeah and then they're gonna uh keep trying to place the blame for him on everyone else's shoulders it's just the next election is going to get fucking ugly. And I'm calling it now. It's just not going to end well for anyone. Yeah. Uh, Warren, obviously, like, to just backtrack, uh, really kind of played a lot of, of footsie with the billionaire uh, people. And we, I guess late entrances. In fact, yeah. Let's talk about these late entrances to the... Uh, primary i think we've kind of broken down the possibilities of, of hillary clinton like storming out i think there is kind of some room for her like i don't know if she'd be a slam dunk to win like i said i don't think she wants the humiliation and also uh a lot of the argument for hillary clinton is that she's the the v winner she's inevitable and that's just been completely smashed now she's the person that lost the last election and if she were to run again, she could go, well, I won the popular vote. And that'll probably be her fucking logo. Her, her fucking motto will be, I won the popular vote. And she's I should have won. And... She's not just the person who lost the election. She's the person who lost the election to a fucking moldy orange. 
Like, God, she's gonna have to do some fucking footwork to recover from that. And because... Democrats are so shell-shocked. They're so broken uh, by Donald Trump, just psychologically and what he represents, that they clearly, and you just ask, like, there's polls and shit. Priority one is to just get someone who they think can beat Trump. Like, a lot of the Bernie support is not people that support, like, all of his policies, but they just, like, see a picture of Trump and Bernie standing next to each other, and they think Bernie can beat that guy. And they look at the polls, and the polls all say Bernie can beat that guy. I think that's the only reason that Joe Biden is polling so well. I think there's a lot of people who are voting defensively, like, especially in the black community, that are just like, just get this guy out, and literally, you're all the same anyway, so anybody will, will fucking fit the bill. I'm curious for, like, just pick your brain, but what do you think would happen if we got Trump for another four years? Like, what would that fucking nightmare scenario look like to you? Fucking Trump unleashed more, fucking more of Trump. All the shit that you love, fucking more of it. So more corruption, bigger and more blatant uh, corruption. He's four years older. He his sundowning, getting more vicious, uh, more probably. I well, I don't know how you feel about Trump and militarism. I kind of see a potential for more military action under a second term of Trump. He is a little squeamish about combat, but I also like he just has that impulse to swing his dick around. So I do see him being a little bit more unleashed when it comes to. Uh, bombing and shit like that and i also think immigration and shit gets a lot worse once he doesn't have to worry about re-election uh and he just kind of goes ham on that so i just think the rolling clusterfuck continues and it'll probably be more interesting to see what happens to the fucking democrats if trump gets in again because bush getting a second term really broke some people's brains trump getting a second term would uh just destroy the democrats i think they'd fucking lose it yeah uh we're basically just playing fucking shield maiden for the despotic dictatorship that is the uh, saudi arabian government so i don't foresee the situation with iran getting even a little bit better under a second term of trump because at that point he's just gonna know he can get away with whatever the fuck he wants and nobody's going to stop him. And then I think women's rights are going to take a fucking hit with abortion. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he'll probably be running openly on that. He'll just be like, everybody, when I get in here, this abortion shit, it's over. So he'll, I mean, it's, it's probably going to take a beating regardless because they've got th their fucking judges now. And Kavanaugh, the impeachment will not happen. I don't think he's probably going to get impeached anyway, but we're not even going to make noise about that because... He'll, by the time that he's in there, it'll be, oh, he's been in there for 60 years, and why are Democrats bringing up old shit? You know how it goes. Uh, when when you're in power for enough time, you can just fucking do whatever you want. And, oh, uh, the number one headline is just all of the Trump shitheads, all the MAGA shitheads are going to be unfucking leashed uh, You're going to see a lot more, like, racist shit. You're going to see a lot more sexist shit. You're just going to, like, see their fucking levels go off the charts and that will probably be the worst uh situation and the only way 
Well, go ahead. I mean, you have anything to add on this fucking four more years of Trump, which we just cannot take? I think, I'm not sure if I'm more afraid of what's going to happen if he gets the nomination or if he doesn't. Because if he gets the nomination, it's just going to be like, I'm not going to say full dictatorship because I don't think the system is that far gone yet, but it's just, it's going to get fucking ugly. But if he doesn't win, it's the like initial two weeks after the election that I'm afraid of. Because you know his supporters are going to be fucking pissed. And they're going to be going after anyone that they can. And, I mean, I got to the U.S. from Europe after... Well, no, it was the day before the Charlottesville riots. And I live like 45 minutes away from there. Or at the time I did. And that was just a fucking mess. And then now uh, there are people that I've spoken to that are like, yeah, no, if he doesn't get elected, I'm taken to the fucking streets. And with people like that, they're not exactly the most stable of people. So they're going to have, like, a tantrum, but a tantrum with baseball bats and attacking people. Um, so I think... That, that's just going to be life if a Democrat is in office. Like, there's no... Like, if Buttigieg gets in, that's going to be some shit he has to deal with. If, like, who's the most normie Democrat that you can think of? Biden, Buttigieg, Kamala. That's just going to, like, fucking happen. O'Rourke before he dropped out. Yeah, Beto, Delaney. They're, like, there's no person that you can put in there and it's going to, like, convince those folks to not be violent or be shitheads or just get, even, like, not even, not even talking about, like, shootings and things like that at synagogues. Uh, just like shit like getting drunk and beating people up. That's just going to happen and we all just have to fucking be ready for it. I mean, there's a KKK chapter 15 minutes out of town over here. And so I'm thinking election night. I'm just gonna fucking, I don't know, fuck off to North Carolina or something for a while. And I know North Carolina doesn't exactly sound like the safest place, but... Oh, good lord, with the election and the primaries in Virginia, they're just fucking chomping the bit to lose their shit on somebody. God, I actually heard something about them doing something for... It was supposed to be this primary when uh, Lee Carter was running. Fucking stupid, because we're not even in his district. But they just could not fucking stand the idea of that guy ending up in office. And that's what happened. So everyone was just kind of holding their breath for a while. But I don't know what the fuck is going on. At this point, I'm afraid to ask. But all I care is that my family is out of Dodge when it happens. Big, big ups to your boy, your buddy, Lee Carter. I know you're like friends with some of his friends or whatever. Um, get him on the show. Why don't you pull some strings, fancy lad? <laughs> Um, yeah, he won his thing. He won his little election. He's still, still not serving. verified on Twitter. Still not verified on Twitter and still no endorsement from America's greatest president, uh, Barack Obama. Uh, nothing giving there. Yeah, that, I honestly expected him to win, but it was still kind of like, you know, a nice thing to wake up to the next morning. Because at this point, 
we're in the fucking disaster timeline, so you can just expect the worst. But no, he won. Uh, a fucking Republican won for my district, so we're gonna have to deal with that shit. Um, but the state, uh, state house of reps turned blue for the first time in I think thirty years. Yeah, I think you your governor is being a shithead, and he's not gonna like rubber stamp all the shit that needs to go through right now in terms of like right to work and shit like that. God damn. We need like more than we need like libs versus socialists versus we need people that like fucking understand the idea of fucking using power while you have it. Like that right to work could be such a major fucking deal over there. And the governor, I don't even know what the leverage is on him, whether it's just money or whether it's just he's afraid of a blowback. I don't know. But it's just fucking terrible that these you work on the ground all this time. People do all this volunteering, this fucking Herculean effort. And the guy that gets elected that's considered electable is just some chicken shit lawyer that won't do the shit that everybody is desperately trying to get done. And you put him into office and then they just become a fucking logjam. It sucks. Yeah, it... I, f- I don't want to be that pessimistic, but I fully expect another blackface scandal by the end of the year. Uh, we've already had three, which I think one was our governor, one was a senator, and I think, no, there was four because there were two mayors who got... Oh my god. Yeah, Virginia likes to act like we're this just like beacon of the South for fucking quote-unquote progressiveness. But we're... The state is just better at hiding racism. It's just racism, but, like, the bless-your-soul type racism, where they just... They refuse to hire black people. And then... You know, I've... I don't want to get too specific, because I don't want people figuring out where I work. But... Yeah, don't do that. uh, There was... This one place I worked briefly where they, there were people making these comments about this girl's dreads and they were just like, stuff like, oh, her hair is disgusting. I don't know why you let her do that around the food. And then I think she got rid of them, I think. Then they were complaining about her natural hair. And it was just nothing she could do could fucking work to stop these old white women from being an asshole to her. Meanwhile, all the rest, like, the white women there, we were all wearing our hair down because it's, like, the trendy thing around here. And never once got a complaint. And it was, like, everyone liked to pretend that there wasn't shit going on, but, you know, it was obvious why they were picking on her in particular. But, yeah, that's... This place fucking sucks. I want out of here. God damn. Complete fucking trash cans. Um, oh, that's fucking frustrating. Speaking of fucking trash cans, because I'm the Segway master. Uh, Bloomberg, one of these billionaires also getting in. Do you, do you have anything you want to say about Bloomberg? Or do you want to just skim right through his ass? Because... He's not going to win, obviously. Nobody wants him outside of, like, some newspaper editorial pages. His own newspaper? Uh, 
there's nothing I could say about him that would not get me potentially fucked over. So Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe you work for him directly. He might own something that you uh, are in the business of. So yeah, let's just let's just get right. Let's breeze right through him. Chop chop, as it were. Um, uh, I guess the last thing in Warren's uh, wild and incredible week. Um, did you see this thing on Democracy Now with Amy Goodman? And Amy Goodman like asked her. So listen, you're in this primary and. Um, Iowa and New Hampshire are the first states, and they're extremely white states. Uh, do you think that there should be, like, something done about that to kind of change the order of the states? And she got extremely defensive. Uh, she was like, listen, I'm just I'm just running for, for office. Leave me alone. And she shakes Amy's hand, and Amy's like, uh, thanks for coming. And Liz Warren's like, whatever, bitch. <laughs> like... That question, like, really pissed her off. I, well, I, well, let me ask what you think. Like, is this a big deal or not? Or does she suck or what? What gives? I think it's just a very clear uh, representation of how out of fucking touch she is. Like, she's perfectly fine trying to pretend to be progressive and shit until she thinks it could cost her the nomination in states like New Hampshire, which I'm pretty sure are pretty important. But... She's. It really just shows how full of shit she is, and how bitchy she can be when she realizes she her ass has been called out. And it's not even like the. I don't want to like credit where credit is due. She at least acknowledged the question, I guess, which is better than some people have done. But, good lord, that was such a bitch move. Like she was acting like that one like, mean bitch that everyone works with that gets called out for being a shitty person and then just fucking flips shit and starts stonewalling everyone. It's just, it was childish, and I was embarrassed for her, but it, hopefully it'll show people that, you know, maybe she's not as hashtag woke as she says she is, but I think people are just gonna ignore that and for the, be like, oh, she was just having a bad day or whatever they said for Hillary when something like that happened. Here's the thing. I don't think that the actual racial implication of the question even uh, registered to her because as soon as uh, I looked at her face and the real fucking flip shit on her face was not like the, the word racism. It was the order of the primaries so she's been in Iowa and New Hampshire this entire time, and she's in full fucking suck-up-to-Iowa mode. Uh, and so her entire life has revolved around kissing Iowa and New Hampshire's ass for, like, the last six months. So I think that as soon as they mention, like, changing the order, which, of course, the people up there are notoriously sensitive about, and that's why Elizabeth Warren cut in with, like, well, that order is the whole thing of over there. Uh, because as soon as they mentioned it, uh, the fucking sirens from Kill Bill went off in her head. It was just like, yeah, she just fucking dude. If looks could kill, she would. That's everybody in that room would have been dead if she could shoot lasers from her eyes. Like it would have just been a fucking massacre. And it's just, I already don't trust her because she's notoriously 
Republican light. And she's been Republican for the majority of her career. And that just gives me zero reason to trust her. And I think it gives a lot of people zero reason to trust her. But she's trying to act more progressive. But once she realizes the consequences that could have on her probability of winning, she wants to backtrack. I think that she's wanted to be president since she got elected to the Senate. And I don't think, I think like most politicians, she's not 100% sure how to get there. And it's not like a policy first kind of deal. Uh, It's, maybe she has her own vision for what she wants to do as president. uh, But I don't think we like 100% know. I think that she, in a broad general sense, is pro-consumer Uh, And I think she saw some of the excesses that led to people being bankrupt and was like, yeah, let's do something about that. But I don't know if it's like a full systematic uh, thing for her or that she has like a full policy platform in her head, which is why the whole fucking got a plan for that thing is so um, like, obviously, that's a that's fucking pandering. But it's a fucking brilliant piece of pandering because it panders to the exact group of people that are like her audience, which is like the fucking middle-aged white women that are like doing kind of well. And just that devotion to the technocratic, intelligent detail management of empire, which is like why we have so many Massachusetts eggheads that win the Democratic Party nomination because... This is the time of year where every Democrat forgets that America hates politicians and they all brainwash themselves into thinking we need to choose the most political class person that we can pick that kind of has that political class ethic. And then like next year, next year around the summer, we're all going to remember that um, the rest of the country absolutely hates that personality type that is super calculating and super prevaricating and checks polls and finds consensus in paperwork and shit like that. Uh, This is just the time of the year that we all get amnesia about that and we elect a John Kerry, which is like what is in our hearts as the true ideal of the Democratic Party. And Liz Warren is part of that tradition. Speaking of plans... Have you seen her fucking, what did she call it? It was the plan for uh, keeping our promises to our service members, veterans, and military families. Uh, And I've read it. I wish I had not because I fucking hate her more. It's just, like you said, she is very good at pandering. And she's trying to act like She's done so much for the, for, you know, for the military. And she was on the uh, House Committee of Armed Services for, I think, f- four years? She was on for, that yeah, she was right. on for a while. And she's trying to act like she's been this big, like, champion for military families, which is, it's bullshit. Under her watch, the houses, like, military housing has been astronomically worse. 
And I know that's not completely her fault, and it would be unfair to act like it. But she was on the House committee that's supposed to look into that shit. And she acts like we're all just supposed to forget that she voted in favor of the invasion of Iraq. And she voted for the invasion of Afghanistan. And she has... Look, I fucking hate Donald Trump. Y'all know that. It's been very clear from the start. But any attempt to even kind of suggest that maybe these wars are not the best idea has been met with just insane pushback from her. And I know she's doing that because it's a Republican saying it, not a Democrat. Which fits. I mean, that's a very quintessentially liberal thing to do. But she's trying to act like she's done all this shit when she hasn't done anything at all except waste air in the House of Reps. But, or it was the Senate, sorry. And she's just... I think she was... It was just these vague pot shots that other politicians saying, like, they haven't done anything. Which isn't even remotely fucking true. Bernie Sanders, in his time on the House Committee of Veterans Affairs, has just or was just this champion of trying to get proper treatment at the VA, or trying to get the GI Bill to actually apply to veterans in a way that it needs to, instead of just being this show donation. And you know she's doing that because you know it's becoming very, very clear that members of the military are just fed up with the whole fucking affair. And she's trying to pander to that anger and that resentment towards the government without actually doing anything to fix it. And it's like when they killed al-Baghdadi and it's like, what the fuck does that mean to me? It's not going to end the wars. It's not going to stop innocent from pe- people from being brutally murdered. So what the fuck does it mean to me if another politician is promising to end things and provide a better future for our families when they're not going to do that? We all know they're not going to do that. So I don't know who she thinks she's fooling. What what would it take for a Liz Warren candidacy to make you think that she was serious about? Well, I guess the issues of uh, do you think the issues of foreign wars and veteran affairs are separate? Or are they one issue? And either way, what would what would it take from her to make you think, okay, not all that bad? Uh, honestly, there's nothing she can do at this point that would make me trust her. Uh, she's just been so consistently full of shit and ready to backtrack at the drop of a hat that I don't buy a single thing she's selling. And uh, foreign policy and veterans affairs as their own policy, I think, are separate but intertwined. Because, you know, you treat the vets that shit like shit at home, and that's going to cause problems overseas. But these wars have caused a great deal of trouble at home for veterans that come home and are just find that they're abandoned by the country that they swore that they would protect and swore that it would protect them. Um, So it's kind of what reason do veterans and their families have to trust anyone, especially someone like Liz Warren with her voting habits? And it just, 
it's... I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding too salty and bitchy and like, oh, everyone is bad. But it's the point. This is a pro-salty and bitchy podcast. And being salty and bitchy is kind of your character. (laughs) But it's just... Between her voting record and the fact that every single fucking candidate since Iraq and Afghanistan have started and shit as far back as the Gulf War have been insisting that this cycle was going to end have been full of shit. It's just nobody has any reason to believe them. And I'm not even entirely sure I believe Bernie Sanders when he says this is going to end. But I think that's just a product of this shit having gone on at this point my entire life and my siblings entire lives and now I'm looking at my friends going off to die in this wars that you know they swore was going to be over by the time we were kinder in kindergarten and then it was supposed to be over by the time we were in fifth grade and then it was supposed to be over by the time we were in high school And now nobody knows when this is going to end, but they're all insisting they're going to be the ones to end it. And, you know, they're just words. What the fuck does it mean to us? What would it take from people from outside of the political class to even, like, put a stop in the gears to this? I know this isn't a super hopeful conversation because we're probably talking about the fucking underpinning... Bugaboo, the underpinning nightmare behind American life as a whole is like it's built on so much fucking foreign brutality. And I guess this is kind of what we what I kind of was like, we wanted to put push this off towards the end and you kind of slid over it It was just there's not any political candidate that I see that really has is running on ending imperialism and nobody better get in these mentions and talk about Tulsi Gabbard to me either. Yeah, they can fuck right off with that. I'm not even going to get into that because that's just going to be like a 6 hour screaming fit. What does it take what what does it take from us? Like what would need to happen for uh, this entire section of American life to improve even microscopically? I think what would have to happen is we would all have to collectively decide that we weren't doing this shit anymore. Um, And we would have to acknowledge that there is some working together, not only amongst, like, as much as I hate to say it, Democrat and Republican, but it's, like, between certain groups on the left, if everyone is just fighting, it's not going to fucking end. And... It's foolish to think that the ruling class is going to listen to what any of us say alone. We have to group together and make them listen. Because until we do, and as long as the stuff remains profitable, it's going to keep happening. And this isn't even just about Americans and veterans and their families. This is about the innocent people in the Middle East who've lost their lives for a crime that they never committed. And have no possible way of having any sort of ties to it because it was nearly 20 years ago at this point. And we're using that one event to justify the killing 
of children, women, men, the elderly, and we're acting surprised when they're not taking that well. And I think it's not just for us that we need to end this. It's for the thousands more innocent people who are going to lose their lives. But Americans don't want to think about that. It's I don't want to shit on an entire country, but it's just kind of a country of me, 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 me. Shit on it. Shit on it. <laughs> it's just kind of thinking about ourselves. And I get that. I think a vast majority of the things I've been doing and saying lately are just kind of Oh, my life sucks, and it shouldn't be like this. But I wish we could be more aware of the fact that there are innocent people who had nothing to do with this transgression who are dying for this. And, yeah, that's my piece. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. But you do have a incredibly small project that you are working on, and now is probably a good time to talk about it. You mean the uh, star? Yeah, unless you have a second project... Uh, on oh yes affairs that you're not talking um, about i mean i have multiple but these are the two that i think i could talk about without causing other people any problems yeah don't violate don't violate your <laughs> i'm a secret cia operative and my handler is listening to this as we record it um i am taking a poll and sort of a poll half survey where I'm gathering information about people's opinions of the military and their families and our actions abroad uh, from the Vietnam War onwards but I don't really expect a lot of people to remember the Vietnam War so I'm the Gulf War onwards and it it's gonna be just kind of a cross political spectrum thing because I'm trying to get, like, a general consensus about the feelings of the U.S. military because I've heard some conflicting things. And I'm going to turn it into kind of, you know, those National Geographic uh, multi-page picture essays? Yeah, like an issue-based, you know, the issue.com. And it's going to be something like that. I don't want to get too into it because it's probably going to change considerably before it actually gets published, which is the plan for it to be published, I think, mid-April, because that's the whole month of the military child bullshit. And if you want to contribute to that, you can uh, message me on Twitter. I'm going to put out an actual poll just to get like a general vague idea and I realize that the tweet I put out yesterday doesn't actually have a poll on it because I'm a dumbass and didn't notice. Uh, but it's going to be uh, I don't want to say a big thing because that's just promising shit I don't know is going to happen. But you can message me on Twitter or I think if people have my Discord which I think most of the people who would have anything to do with this already do. Or you can message me on Facebook. And my Twitter is Irish Screensickle, which I need to change that. And then my Twitter, or my Facebook is just my name, S O R C H A F L Y N N. Easy. Very easy to contact. 
There's no E in Screamsicle, so don't type in the E and then go, oh, it doesn't shit, and yeah. it wasn't found. To take responsibility. And by the way, it's, you're always in our show notes, so uh, people can, like, we give them a link to click on. Uh, there's no excuse for not... Oh, and by the way, uh, Elizabeth Warren has three brothers in the military, well, she so she can does. definitely contribute. Because <laughs> I totally yeah. care what yeah, her so she can def- opinion is. <laughs> but she can contribute anonymously, and you would you just throw it out, or would you just post her if she was just like, I want to be in your newsletter, but don't tell anybody. I mean, if I knew me. it was Liz Warren, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck off. But okay. if it was okay. anonymous, which... You can contribute both to this project and the Revolutionary Star anonymously, and I won't know who you are, and honestly, I won't fucking care, but... Everybody except for Liz Warren, uh, please contact uh, Sorka and, uh, you know, share your uh, viewpoints, your perspectives, your memories, your stories. Yeah, I I genuinely want to know these things, because it's... Not to be all woe is me, but it it's kind of pretty fucking lonely doing all this stuff and not really being able to find anyone who also is doing this stuff. So I'm probably just so starved for validation. You could probably just send me a picture of dick butt and I'd be like, thank you so much. Yeah, and this is why you don't want clout. So that uh, like you are starved for validation, but not clout. It's very hard. Like, you've got to very carefully curate your incoming humanity that is coming into your social media circle. Work on that. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want it to be just another one of those, like, ooh, relatable Twitter profiles. Like, I kind of want people to realize that there's, like, actual activism and shit going on. And it's incredibly frustrating to have these accounts where it's just, desperately trying to get people on board with this stuff and them just being like oh I liked your tweet and then I don't want to be like hey fuck you I have more important stuff but I also don't want to be like a humor humorless asshole so have you ever listened to yourself because you are not at all relatable you you'll never have a problem with that I mean like the fucking goofy weird ass tweets i don't actually remember making at 3 30 in the morning <laughs> i've woken yeah. up to a couple things and i'm like when the fuck did i type that because i just like don't sleep anymore so it's just kind of you know everything i should i say should be taken with like a fistful of salt so and i want people to be aware of that a massive fistful of salt so uh this has been kind of a long episode ish uh, but we covered a lot of ground, and it's always great to talk to you. So, uh, Sorka Flynn, Brandon Buchanan, we two man this episode, and no gaps. It was, it was great. fun. Uh, yeah, it was excellent. Without Rachel being here, uh, and her loud butt talking over both of us for an entire hour, we squeezed in our takes. Uh, not safe for walks. Uh, I'm Brandon Buchanan at Brandon Buchanan on Twitter. Uh, and you can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash not safe, uh, and review us on iTunes, comment, retweet, like all that nonsense. Uh, and thank you for listening. Bye bye. You can say bye bye too, if you want. Bye.